0: Have you spent the last few years or even decades jumping from one diet to another, one slimming club to the next, losing weight and regaining it? Well, this is the podcast for you. My name's Tara Grimes. I'm an expert fat loss coach, registered nutritionist and personal trainer specializing in women over 40 and 50 who's struggling with that dreaded men of weight. I run one of the world's top online fat loss programs, helping women finally get the better of their weight after years of failed diets. On the podcast, I get to be myself and talk to you guys in a straightforward, easy to understand way. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and get ready to obliterate that mena weight. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. And today's podcast is something that I really, really try to teach my clients about. And it's something that a lot of women who are trying to lose weight struggle with. I find that every single woman I speak to around fat loss, they overcomplicate it. They overcomplicate it so much that they become what I have, they, they suffer what I call decision fatigue around food. You know they try to have the perfect breakfast and the perfect lunch and the perfect dinner, and they're trying to prep everything and they're trying to have everything ready and in the fridge. And if it's not perfect, then it's not good enough. So it's fallen straight back into the trap of perfectionism versus procrastination. So if it's not perfect, and if I can't be perfect, and if it's not good, and it's not whole, and it's not clean, and it's not a total healthy diet, then it's not good enough. So you know if I have one biscuit or two biscuits, well, sure I might as well be hung for a sheep as a lamb, and. I actually did a workshop today for my clients on this and I thought I'd come on and share it in a podcast because it's one of the biggest things I see people struggling with. And believe it or not, whenever I used to carry weight and was in my dieting phase that I was in, this is the one thing that constantly threw me onto the bus in terms of a complete fat loss saboteur. So in preparation for the workshop today, I'd I'd taken a few notes and I'm going to share them with you. Um, Number one... Reducing overwhelm in food choices. The mental battle that women have in their head, always thinking about food, what am I going to eat, what am I going to eat, should I eat this, should I get that, should I do this, should I do that. You look in your cupboards and it's coming down with, I'm sure, piles of herbs and spices and rices and this, that and the other that you've had from your previous old diet and programmes that are probably gone out of date. But yet you still think that you have to be perfect. The way I coach my clients is I want them to lead a normal life. I want this to flex around their life. I want them to be able to get up in the morning and not think about breakfast or think, what am I going to have for breakfast? Oh, what am I going to have for lunch? What am I going to have for dinner? Oh my God, I'm going out at the weekend. What am I going to do? Oh, should I go out? I don't think I'll bother going out. It's too stressful. I don't know what to eat. I might kick off my diet. Oh my God, you're you're. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. Okay, so these are... I'm I'm going to point, I put three key pointers down here on my little uh, cue card and I'm going to read them out to you. One was reduce overwhelming food choices. Number two, learn to A. Spontaneously make good choices most of the time and B. Plan at least just one meal a day. Not three in all your snacks. If you can plan one, you're flying. Next one. It's okay to have a day when quality may not be perfect. It's okay to have the odd meal that isn't healthy. This takes you out of this perfectionist diet trap. It's a diet trap. It's one that's going to kick you out of every single program that you'll ever do. This is not about dieting ladies. I had a workshop on Saturday with all my clients and myself and the speakers we're just constantly trying to emphasize this is not about a diet this is not about you going on a diet this is about you looking at your life looking at where the low hanging fruit is in terms of calories and consumption of calories what's contributing to this consumption of calories is it that you're sitting at home every night and you're bored and you're eating biscuits and drinking tea or you know having a glass of wine is it because of the weekend you're pressing the reward switch at five o'clock on a Friday evening, thinking, woo-hey, happy days, I'm fabulous, look at me, I'm a working mum and I have kids and I work full time, now I deserve to shovel thousands of calories into me this weekend and drink a couple of bottles of wine because I've been a good girl and I deserve it. It's not about that, this is about you leading a healthy, balanced lifestyle and still having some of the things in it that you want. But trying to preempt the pitfalls that have caused your, I suppose your failure in the past to adhere to any type of fat loss program. So let's let's circle back to the first one. Reduce overwhelming food choices. How many times have you gone in, and I'm speaking from my own experience here, when I'm talking to you ladies, I'm actually talking about myself because this was me too. I've been in your shoes and I'm sure if you're listening, this podcast you're health-seeking in some way whether you're trying to improve your diet whether you're trying to lose weight whether you've lost the run of yourself and the quality of your diet's gone to pot i'm sure you're health-seeking in some way which is fabulous so congratulations for tuning in in the first place it's my job for my clients to stop them dieting to find an easier less stressful way to lose weight and in a way that they will be able to keep up for the rest of their life so there's an anxiety around food choices when it comes to dieting. As I said, you know, there might be women saying, oh I, a, oh, 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 I have a week to go to for three days and I don't know what to do because there's nothing but tree bakes and sandwiches. Oh my God, I have a wedding at the weekend. What am I going to do? I don't think I'll bother going. I couldn't be arsed. Oh, oh, I have a meal out and sorry, What am I going to do? What am I going to pick? What am I going to eat? What am I, I going to do? People say to me, why are you not doing? Oh my God, it's exhaust I spent half of my life peeling my clients at the ceiling. Calm your shit down. Calm down here. We're not giving up any of your nice foods we're we're going to actually make life a lot easier for you here i don't want this there's no diet here there's no taking foods out of this we're not taking carbs out we're not making you eating time-restricted windows we're not going to fast you we're going to give you everything that you've already had we're just going to modify a wee bit you know and we're going to probably give you nice healthier more filling main meals I and mean, you can still have that wee cream egg and you can still have that wee glass of wine but here's how we're going to do it here's how you're going to eat out and here's how you're going to meet your friend if you want to have a coffee and you know instead of having your lunch maybe spending 600 700 calories for lunch you decide someday would love to meet my friend and i'm going to have a wee i don't know caramel square um so that relax relaxation around food that relaxation and having the knowledge to know okay this is how i do this without knocking my life Two out of kink. This is how I do it without, you know, standing making a mummy diet meal every night when the rest of my family are having a completely fine meal, you know. But in my head, I've created good food, bad food rules. So, you no, know, chicken goujons is bad. I can't eat chicken good, chicken. There's nothing wrong with chicken goujons, ladies. Eat the feckin' chicken goujons. Just know how many to eat and how to work it into your calorie allowance. We're not asking you to. As I said to a client last week, she says, Oh, she says I'm a really bad mummy, I had my kids, you know, fish fingers and chips and beans and I was going, Jesus, there's nothing wrong with my fish fingers, I love fish fingers, chips and beans. That's a rule you've created for yourself in your head. You know, if I had fish fingers and chips and beans at night, and it was lovely and tasty, and I'd be thinking, right, if I was on a diet, right, how do I track this? I'd be going to the fish finger box, I'd be checking, saying, okay, well, they're about 100 each, my chips, oh, probably had about 200 grams of chips, look at the back of the packet, Ugh, there's another 500 calories. Maybe beans, fifty calories. Okay, you miss seven hundred calories, and the quality might not be great. But it's not the making and the breaking of you. If we're looking at the calories here, you know there's lots of super lean people out there who eat crappy calories, and they're still lean, and they're lean for a reason. They're not over consuming in calories. So don't wreck your head or break yourself if twenty percent of your calories over the week aren't from perfect chicken breast and broccoli. Nobody loves like that ladies. And you will never sustain or adhere to a diet program or come out the back end of it and be able to sustain it if you don't learn how to have more relaxed behaviors around what I would call processed foods, okay? So learning how to spontaneously make good choices. So for instance, I used an example there of clients and an example of myself. Earlier on the workshop. And I train my clients how to, you know, if they're working and you haven't made a sandwich or a lunch, like who does that? Who now takes pre prepared lunches to work? You know, you might do it for a while and then you get pissed off because it's too much fucking work and you end up not doing it. Like how many of us do that? You're on a health kick and you start taking your lunch to work and you're like, fuck this, this a piece of shit. I could be bothered with this. Then we, you know, and there's nobody does that. You know, let's not be all Mary Poppins about it. You know, the reality is, most of us grab a sandwich at lunchtime, or we go to the local centre. And I had a client there recently, and that's where I I, I give her it was her homework. I want you to go at lunchtime, and I want you to go into your local shop that's near your work, and I want you to grab something for lunch. That's your homework this week. Completely freaked her out, because a sandwich? What do you What do you mean? A sandwich? I just go have a sandwich. Have a piece of fruit, have a mineral bottle of water or a diet mineral, and chill it, chill it. You know, grab a sandwich under 500 calories, grab a piece of fruit, grab a mineral. You have a lunch there for 600 600 calories, perfect. But in her head, she had good foods, bad foods, diet foods, non-diet foods. Can't eat a sandwich because I'm on a diet. You know, and this is where the problem lies. Instead of you getting saying. Well, I have 1800 calories a day to diet on, I had 300 for breakfast, probably have, you know, six, 700 for lunch, and I still have another 1000 calories left for dinner. Now take out of that maybe milk that you have, you know, for your tea or coffee, or if you have a latte during the day, you might consume another 200 calories, but you've hundred thousand calories for dinner. That's tons, tons, but again, we're falling into good food, bad food. So. Today, crazy, crazy day, working this morning, Q radio interview, back in the house at a workshop at one, opened the fridge door, 12 o'clock, was starving, hadn't eaten this morning, nothing in the fridge, nothing in the fridge. Now, the old Tara would have been, oh my God, oh my God, what do I wanna do? Ah, oh, I'm, I'm starving, I've numb deep. That would have been alarm bells, red flags, you know, the, the alarms would have been flying at this stage because I'd have been within a hair's breath of sticking four slices of bread in the toaster and eating maybe seven custard creams in one go you know because there was nothing to eat in the fridge there actually was things to eat in the fridge but because it wasn't slotting into my perfect little plan and my perfect little program it wasn't good enough for me now on what I try and get my clients to do I say right well what is in the fridge right let's opt for something protein based so there was like a large tub of phage with a tiny bit of fage at the bottom a big kilo tub there's probably still about 200 grams of phage in there So I was at the bottom, lazy me, I took the tub out and I didn't even put it in the bowl. I had um, bananas, I had a banana in the fruit bowl and I had a couple of blueberries just lying on the bottom of of the punnet, just on the turn and I threw them in top of the yogurt. So I sliced up the banana, threw the berries up on top and I had a tiny wee bit of granola. I don't go a bit crazy on the granola because I know how calorific it is. So I had probably about a tablespoon of granola, sprinkled it over the top of it, had some toffee sauce from Marks and Spencer, We drizzle over the top, sat down, ate it. And I thought to myself, I'll eat this. I'll so run into Tesco's, get some shopping. And we're back in time then for my lunchtime workshop at one o'clock for, for my clients. And I'd eaten it and I thought, I'll grab a sandwich, as well when I'm in Tesco's and bring it home with me. I need it on the way home. But by the time I got into Tesco's, got around Tesco's, got me shopping. And again, ladies, observing the your, your gut brain axis here, it takes 40 minutes for your gut to tell your brain via the vagus nerve, which is the largest nerve in your body. It sends like a super information highway of signals and communications, hormones, to tell your brain you're full. By the time I got out of Tesco's, got into the car, came home, did my workshop, she forgot about the sandwich because it was full, because I allowed myself that time. You know, the other option in that fridge when I opened it, there was three eggs left in a the carton. there's some baby tomatoes in the vegetable tray, a bit of an onion, you know, there's half a red, red pepper from yesterday's dinner and a tiny wee bit of the block of cheese left. The other option would have been, I'll do a three egg omelette, a bit of tomato, you know, some peppers, but bit of onion and I'll grate a wee bit of cheese and Fifteen minutes. I didn't have fifteen minutes today. I literally needed something in that moment. So that would have been the other option. The old me would have looked in that and went, Oh no date. My um perfectly planned out lunch is I can't do it. So if it's not perfect, then frick it. I might as well get stuck into the toast. And the toast and the cluster creams would have led on to a cascade of overeating and crap the rest of the day because in Tara's perfect little perfect diet Walt does new world of butterflies and rainbows dieting it couldn't be perfect and it was not good enough for me so over the years that habits and behaviours around food that spontaneous grabbing and going that going out for your meal and being able to choose what to eat in alignment with your goals and you don't have to be perfect and if you want to go out and I said this to a client today if you want to go out and meet your friend on a Wednesday for a cup of coffee at lunchtime and you haven't had your lunch, you're a bit peckish, but the caramel square is winking at you, you'll want it. Have the caramel square, have the caramel square. Now you might have taken 600 calories in a in a, in a snack, you know, just instead of having a latte, have an Americano. Have the caramel square, but just realise that you've eaten your lunch calories in a caramel square, but nobody's died. Now, you can't go home and have your lunch as well, which what most people do is they go home and have the lunch as well. You've just eaten your lunch calories. You know, suck it up, but realising that you're going to be starving in an hour. Nobody's died. You had a great chat with your mate. You caught up. You're probably coming away buoyant, in good form. That's neither here nor there, ladies, in the bigger scheme of things. One caramel square in the week or one wee Chinese at the weekend is neither here nor there. It's our response and our behaviour after we eat it is the problem. I spend my life trying to encourage clients you're not going to have pe- people say well i'll be able to prep all my and go no you won't you won't be able to prep all your meals and here's how we're going to do this let's look at what your family cook let's see what you can eat of what your family's eating i don't want you standing making a mummy diet dinner and your family maybe having you know a perfectly normal okay dinner we'll make the calories work for you in that meal but you don't have to stand and create more work for yourself. I don't want you knocking your life out of kilter for this. You know, if you don't have the perfect plan lunch or you haven't had breakfast and it's 11, 12 o'clock, you're on the road somewhere and you're starving and you have to call in to, well, I don't know, Marks and Spencer's. Here's great choices. Here's what you do. Stop the stressing out. It's, it's, it's going to forever, forever cause you trouble with fat loss if you keep overthinking this. And it's that real life taking that decision fatigue. Can you imagine living in a place, and I say this to all my clients and sign-up, I'm gonna have you, when you're finished this program, that you're never gonna think about food until you're hungry. Because as women, we're always thinking about food, especially if we have issues around our weight and our body issues. Oh my God, I need lunch, I'm starving, but I don't have anything in the house because I don't have the perfect food available. So you end up saying, Oh, sure, I'll just eat this family sized bag of chilli sensations now and she'll be good later. She, he, that doesn't happen because you're starving an hour later and you're thinking, oh, sure, I'll just have a 2 slices of toast at four o'clock. And, and and it continues and it goes on and it goes on and it goes on and you're the hamster in the treadmill going round and round. You're the hamster in the wheel and we keep doing the same thing over and over. But it's removing the stress and this pressure around decisions around food. It's looking into your cupboard and saying. Have nothing but a ton of beans and half a loaf of bread, and I'm going, Well, have beans and toast. And they're like, Oh, can't you eat beans and toast? Beans and toast is so bad. I go, No, it's not. Here's how we do it. Here's how much you have. Here's how you make it fit. This is the problem with most women, and it's amazing the stress and the pressure that you free yourself from by doing that. And this is where I want my clients to get to. And this is where I want you to get to. If you're listening to me, you're probably going to identify a lot of this stuff. And look, ladies, what I want you to do as well is please share these podcasts on your Instagram story. Please talk, tell people, because this is stuff you're not going to hear on the perfectly beautifully positioned, perfectly filmed, gorgeous photographs on Instagram. You know, no, somebody with a six pack isn't going to say to you, shed beans and toast at lunchtime because that's not sexy that doesn't sell but that's the reality that's the way most people live especially like you know getting people to realize at 70 80 percent of your calories in a week in a month in a year don't focus on the day and the meal focus on the weeks and the years and the months don't look at the the major don't major on the minor major on the major keep the main thing the main thing look at your week look at your weeks look at your months don't look at your day and don't look at the one meal you know I had a client there at Christmas brilliant over Christmas don't know why she did it none of my clients were dieting over Christmas I took them off I put them in maintenance over Christmas and in the month of December most of them but what I'm saying she came in after Christmas first two weeks in January and she lost her shit in the first two weeks in January it was like <laughs> I've been good over Christmas now now am going to. Look, but look before she came to me, when I got her on the program and I coached her through it, I said, "Look, that's okay. You're not a robot. We don't have to be perfect. You know, there's 52 weeks in a year. There is four and a bit weeks in January. You're going to come in at the end of January lighter than you were at the end of December. And I know you think right now that that's an impossibility because you're off in your head. You're off track. You're off the you're off the rails. You're not off the rails. You're slightly derailed. But I'm going to pop you back on the rails here. And here's what we're going to do. So." It's your response to having that bad day or that bad week or those two bad weeks. There's four weeks in a month, there or thereabouts. Two bad weeks doesn't mean a bad month. She's going to come in at the end of December, or the end of January, and she will be probably three or four pounds later than she was at the end of December. So in actual fact, December or January will be a successful month for her, even if she had two bad weeks. But human nature is such as that we think, (gasps) oh, oh, I'm sorry, I have no self-discipline, I have no willpower, I'm so bad, how could I do this to myself, and it's the self-talk, and it's the, it's the mindset, and it's the behaviours, and the response to having the two bad weeks, it wasn't the two bad weeks, it's the making or breaking of you, it's your response to the two bad weeks, is the making or breaking of you, and this is what I coach, it's the responses, because you all know how to diet, it's not the diets, it's your it's your self-talk. It's your own heads. It's yourselves and the self-chatter and the myths and the mythologies and the programs and the conditioning around fat loss and diets and good food, bad food, bad day, bad day. Oh my God, you know, you didn't have a bad day. You had it. That's normal. A bad day in one week is normal. You're not a robot. You're not an elite athlete going to perform the Olympic Games. You're a mommy trying to lose two stone. There's plenty of time. We're going to do this. Down, let's get it done so hopefully that brings some glimmer of hope remove some of the angst around food choices gives you the ability to drop your shoulders a little bit maybe when you aren't perfectly planned and you remember me saying it's okay go in and grab a sandwich it's okay look in your fridge and say well what is the best situation here we can make i do that all the time you know because we don't live in a perfect world we're never always going to be prepped. We're never going to bring our lunch into work every day. You know, we're never going to have our dinner prepared for the night. That doesn't happen. That's not reality. So ladies, look, if you need anything, drop me a message. Please share my, my podcasts um, on socials. I have been a very bold girl um, in the last six months. I haven't been consistent with my podcasts because Tara Grounds Fitness has been exceptionally busy, which is fantastic and that and my podcast was the one thing that that gave um but it's not going to give this year so ladies please share it please talk about them if you know anybody struggling get them to listen i love these because i can be free you know you're not in the confines where your posts shut down if you say shit, you know or you use the word fat um on a podcast you have the ability to talk freely to talk as you would if we were sitting in a coffee shop having a chat that's what i love about podcasts um that's probably why our program is successful because I get to communicate verbally and have a chat with my ladies from a a, a non-judgmental way from a woman who's been through it, who is going through all the problems that all my clients go through. So please, you know, please share it out there. I would love you to do that for me. I would really, really appreciate it. Actually, if you could, and don't ever forget, if you're stuck with anything, jump me on Instagram, Facebook, send me an email, I'll help you whatever way i can and if i can't help you i'll point you in the right direction if you want to work with me let's jump on a call let's see if the program's going to work for you if you're a fit for the program it'll be myself damon or melanie you'll be chatting to um would love to chat to you i do wednesdays thursdays fridays saturday sundays melanie does mondays and tuesdays and Damien does some of the day times on wednesdays and thursdays for me so look we're all there we're here at your beck and call use us and abuse us that's what we're here for and ladies thank you so much for tuning in all the best